Greetings, salutations, hello everyone, and welcome. This is Two Nerdy Black Guys, the podcast with DJM and King Kaz. I'm DJM, someone you've probably never heard of and doesn't really have anything significant going on. My co-host, the other nerdy black guy, you know from Drunk Kids Gaming and DKG Welp and King Kaz Photo, Mr. Brandon Cooper, King Kaz. What's up, Kaz, my friend? Hello, good sir. Now, on the last episode of Two Nerdy Black Guys, when we last left our heroes, we reviewed something on Netflix, didn't we? Yes, we did. We uh, we have been doing this experiment of reviewing TV shows and other media, and we went through a show called um, Van Helsing uh, about a young lady who is of the Van Helsing bloodline and awakens in a post-apocalyptic world to fight off the vampire infestation that has taken over. Um, And unbeknownst to us, (laughs) we just kind of picked our next show at random and we came across a show with a very similar plot line. (laughs) Uh, So this show being Winona Earp, um, and this show is, and stick with me here, people, about a girl who is of the um, Wyatt Earp bloodline and is tasked with sending Hellspawn Demon back to hell. Uh, and the reason that her bloodline is very specific it is because it is the 77 men that Wyatt Earp killed Um so they come back as demonic hell spawn to Earth, uh, and they are trapped in a particular area called the Ghost River Triangle, um, and and she is the next heir in line to send these hell spawn back to hell. So she is uh, Winona Earp, descendant mm-hmm. of Wyatt Earp, and this takes place in mm-hmm. a little town called purgatory uh yeah, so very... I, I, fir- I saw this show and i i saw it on netflix and it was like oh is this a western and i thought okay <laughs> this, is, this is a little different from typical two nerdy black guys fair and then <laughs> and it it had me intrigued like okay it's it's kind of a western and then it's like oh it's it's kind of a western but then there are demons and and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a supernatural western, which is okay. I I can kind of go with this. All right, sure. So yeah. we dive into Winona Earp. Uh, we are introduced to Winona uh, returning to her hometown of Purgatory, and it just kind of goes from there. And well. <laughs> Why not Earp? Let's let's just get this out of the way, Kaz. What do you think uh, of uh, n- not to get into all of the characters right now, but but I think we yeah, need yeah. to talk about Winona first of all. What do you think of so, Winona? She, I'm gonna so I'm gonna come up with this right, and 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 this isn't probably. I I don't. I'm gonna say for so that we I watched the first season. Um. Apparently, there's already two seasons. This is another sci-fi show for those out there, uh, if I didn't explain that well. Uh, this is a, there's two seasons so far. First season's on Netflix, and that's what I watched. Um, I'm going to say, for 
I mean, look, it's 13 episodes. I did not care for this character for the first nine episodes. Okay. I will say, Kaz, there were moments where I really, really liked Winona. And then there were times where I really, really didn't like Winona. For for me, uh, given my reaction to Jessica Jones, uh, mm-hmm. I was initially fearing like oh god she's like jessica jones it's gonna be jessica jones all over again oh god but as it turns out no it was she really wasn't like that at all and for a lot of it i found winona earp as a character to be very endearing for a lot of it i i come out of it say of this season of winona earp finding myself realizing you know what i actually do kind of like her to a certain degree yeah i will say i couldn't stand her for like the first like i I, you know what nine is is pretty rough for like the first five episodes just because her joke system and 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 i could be possibly wrong i'm just assuming that her character is written by a dude because like the constant the constant sexual innuendos got so dry like and i'm i'm a i'm a man like the first couple times i'm like ah okay all right you know there was probably i think there was literally a point where someone is trying to kill her and she did it like three times in a row and i'm just like okay i think at this point you need to stop (laughs) like like, you don't have to make a sexual innuendo every single time. We get it. Your character likes to drink and and bone. Okay, and, and, that's and fine. I will say, Kaz, in defense of Winona, I've known quite a few girls like that. Uh, I have who, two, and that that's, and I'm they just also do drink quite a bit and and just kind of party up, party it up a little bit and enjoy the company of men occasionally and because she was very real in those ways i kind of liked her at the same time i see where you're coming from because after a while it did get a little bit okay i get it you're you're a hot mess all the time it it was like what xavier xavier doll said like when he first met Winona, it was like, oh my god, this girl. Wow. But it turns out she, I, I found her to be quite likable in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, I think I think she's still she's still likable enough, but it was just it was a struggle for me, man. It was I was I was, there was moments I was like, I, I gotta tell DJ I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this, man, but I, I mustered through and I will say this maybe a little more than um, a little more than um, I can say. I definitely like Van Helsing show more than Van Helsing by a yeah. wide margin. And, like and there are a lot of Van Helsing a lot. And there are a lot of similar characters, right? Because you kind of have the heroine, right? And then you kind of have the the over bravadoed army guy, right? And Oh, I don't and think I, he, I don't think Dolls was really like that guy in Van Helsing at all. 
I, I, I mean, like the only thing they really had in common was that they were trained. Uh, Dolls was much more subdued, much more cool, and he had a very low tolerance for Winona. Well, I guess you could say he had a very high tolerance for Winona. Yeah, but he he always kind of kept his cool. Uh, even when Doc Holliday came into the picture, he kind of he really kept his cool throughout. And I think we have to talk about Doc Holliday later on too. Yeah. But so let's. Here, let, so I, I want to say. Moved on to. I, I no, do want to bring up my least favorite character in the show. Okay. And that is the city of Purgatory. <laughs> the, char- the the city itself is your least favorite character. The city itself, Kaz, because I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've had too many friends in my life that are from small towns like that. But just ugh, ugh. I, <laughs> if they kept giving dolls crap about being from from the big city and just purgatory, every episode when I just saw how they were all just in the bar every night how there was just nothing going on Ugh. Ugh, the city of purgatory it, it was just this little hick town and my god i just if i if i were in a place like that i would go crazy yeah um i'm gonna say one of the things for me in the show um and it, it's kind of a character trope right is I I liked Doc Holliday, but I had a problem with how his character was treated sometimes. Right? You they he really is a super important character, right? Kaz, I lost um, you for a second. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Kaz. Am I still here? Yep. Hello. Okay. Yes. Okay. You kind of pause when I lost you when you were talking about Doc Holiday. Okay, okay, okay. Um, kind of let me make sure everything that should be closed is closed. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, but but Doc Holiday, right? I I I hate how they kind of use this character sometimes in the the fish out of water thing, right? Because it seemed to be used as a thing of convenience rather than being part of his character. Um, it, it had a lot of this, like he, because you find out that he's cursed with kind of being able to live forever. Um, and, but he spent a hundred years in a well, right? He's not like, any of the demons who constantly come back and can kind of get a sense of the world every time they come back. He's spent a hundred years in a well. Um, but you have the, the problem to me where he seems like he gets a grasp of the things around him. And then every so often they throw the fish out of water thing in there for comic relief. And it's just like, I guess I was okay with that. I guess I was actually okay with that because I yeah. think that with Doc Holliday, they did a good job of saying, yeah, he's still a little bit of a fish out of water. But at the same time, his 
cowboy motif works in purgatory to a certain degree. Yeah. I guess. But, I don't but know. I get it's just, what you're there saying. There's like certain parts. It. It's just like, especially like the part with the car n- near the end, right? Where like, she's like, you know, or you could learn how to use the car. Like, I mean, it's like, oh yeah. I mean, he's trying to, I don't know. It's just silly. And then I don't, I don't know. There's some, it's just, Although I felt like I it was, f- I actually found that to be really believable that he probably just never learned to drive. Well, yeah, he spent a hundred years in a well, and then he's just kind of been walking around this town, right? <laughs> like, like that part is very believable. I'm just saying, like the way certain parts of that are handled is just really weird. Or like the whole part with like the cell phone, right? Like, there were times throughout episodes where he's seen cell phones and doesn't question it, and then there's like the one time he does, and I'm just like, okay, like I guess, you know, and, and it's just I don't know. It was just kind of weird to me but then he like just kind of figures out how to blend in and maybe maybe like you said it's his his motif that he kind of he kind of can figure out how to blend in because he's kind of a a con artist a little bit and he can figure these things out a little bit um and i i enjoyed his character uh other than that like i really liked the doc holiday character i liked having this character that kind of knows what's going on and i i like the way they did it too right he he knows what's going on but he has his own shit and he only ever gives the information that is really needed and you don't have these moments and 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 maybe it's writers getting better you don't have these moments of over explanation in these shows right you didn't have these moments in um van helsing you don't have these moments here on what are kind of you know i know it's still cable but uh, the basic tv shows where you would normally have this really long-winded over explanation so that everybody can figure out what's going on in the show. But also the expl- the show itself is not that complex to be fair. No, yeah, it's White Earp gets cursed. Uh the 77 men he kills are going to constantly come back and every generation of his family has to kill them. And some some and most of the time they fail. Or pretty much every time up until this, they failed. Is kind of the gist. Did you, in your opinion, see that as kind of a detriment? Because for a little while, it was kind of episodic, where we got the the demon of the week. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? At first, so at first, what I kind of thought what i kind of wanted was i kind of thought it was going to be a more grandiose show and then i thought back to the other uh show that we watched being that they're both probably from the same production team um and i was like oh because you don't initially know that there are trapped at least the first like three episodes you don't know that the the demons are trapped in there right you just know there's a curse and i was like oh man are we gonna go like hunting down these demons and some are going to be more powerful than others because they've lived longer, you know, like shit like that. But then I, I started to realize, well, like if everything's kind of centered around here, Oh, we're going to be here for this. Right. Like we're going to be in the triangle when you, right before they said it, I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I was just like, started thinking about like, how has no one succeeded that up to this point? Like, like 
Demons are powerful. But then they actually explained what happened with, at the very least, Winona's father. Well, yeah, Winona's father. But also, you know, like you said, most of the other demons are pretty powerful. um, And there are some who made it further and other in killing the 77 and, you know, shit like that. And... it also just kind of brought up the question of like, why is nobody up until this point maybe thought out to just kill off the wider bloodline? But then you realize there's a reason that they need the wider bloodline. It's all connected. Um, and I don't know. It's just there's and then there's just way too much convenience in, in a lot of the things, you know, but it's a TV show. And of course there is. Um and it's just, I don't know, it's just, there are certain things in the show that just didn't sit right with me, but I, I gave into the suspension of disbelief for it. And, I don't think I had too many things that really bothered me about the show. I just kind of bought in, mostly because I, to my own surprise, was enjoying it much more than I expected to. I, mm-hmm. I actually like looking back on it. I I found myself really enjoying the show a lot. I I enjoyed the episodes that were standalone, and when it got into the story later in the series with Bobo Del Rey and and going through the gate and and the the third sister, I found myself mm-hmm. enjoying it and. I liked that over time, we actually did get some of the characters fleshed out a tiny bit more. We found out a little bit more about Waverly. We found out that the the Sheriff Nedley isn't a bad guy after all. Uh, I feel like... No, unlike almost everyone else in that town. <laughs> I was pretty sure... Uh, up to a certain point i was like i'm pretty sure the whole town is just demons and she should just shoot everyone all right like just just fucking walk into the center of town and just start gunning people down like fuck it and i i don't blame you for that uh i've definitely been a little afraid of small towns like that in that way uh but i found myself really surprised one that my air conditioner just turned on and i'll turn that off in a second and two as it went on the main characters in the show i found myself liking them more than i expected to and Mm -hmm. the one that i ended up liking the least and maybe it's just because his character really wasn't fleshed out very much until the very end of the season was xavier dulce Vamp on that for a minute. I got to turn my AC off. What did you think of dolls? I I enjoyed dolls for the most part. I um, I I liked him. I thought he was, I thought he was like you said. He's he, he's kind of a very stoic character, right? He's very retained in himself. He has his secrets. Uh, he is very much a man of keeping his shit to himself. Um, and. For for the most part, he's that he's that you know get the mission done kind of kind of army guy. Um, he's there because he's sent there to do a particular thing, and he's going to make sure that it gets done. Um, but he kind of he he has a heart under all that shit, you know. I think this is a testament to the character of Winona. To where, despite all her qualms and imperfections, 
in a weird way, you can't help but like her over time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, I, I I give the writers of this show a lot of credit because in the beginning, I was really afraid that I wouldn't like her, and it turns out I actually do. I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure on her. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, Winona, I like, I like dolls and Doc more than her. <laughs> and okay, what did you think of Waverly as a character? I en- I enjoyed Waverly, man. I just was so sad that she got treated like shit for so long. <laughs> she was Waverly such a side character a, for so long. She was, but she was lovely too. She she was she was really a great character, and yeah. I, I really I, I'm really happy to see that she has a character arc all of her own. Even though she was treated as a side character, we saw her grow and evolve as a character too, which was really cool. Yeah. I wish that we didn't see. I wish that we saw more of dolls as this season went on, but it looks like there's a lot more in season two, given the way season well, yeah. one ended. So, so there were some sprinkles with the other agent, and then how season one ended, it looks like they're going to have to save him. So it's right. There's definitely so something you find going out. Um, you find out like. Kind of somewhere early on, you find out Dolls has some shit going on, which is why he's a part of this super secret government organization that that researches and studies and hunts out uh, paranormal activity of some sort. Um, And he himself is a survivor of some kind of demonic shit and has some kind of demon living within him um, that is kept at bay with with uh, drugs do you do of you some want sort. the spoiler, Cass? Um, hmm. Well, all right. Let me finish this thought first, and then okay. we'll, we'll figure it out. Um. So you, you you see all that, and then um, which I I kind of liked that they don't super dive into that, right? But I also like. You, they end this season on literally a hundred cliffhangers, right? Like they don't just give you one cliffhanger; they literally gave you like a hundred cliffhangers, right? Because they give you the the fact that there there are fucking strike missiles coming to to crater out this town. Um, Winona kills Bobo right at the end. Dolls is captured. You find out a little bit more about the demon that lives within him. Um, there's this mysterious old man all of a sudden who's like this app- apparition. Nobody knows if he's a revenant or something else. Something else altogether. You find out there's like a, a giant snake style demon right outside of the fucking triangle that's trying to get into the triangle and probably a hundred other things which is you know our expansion of this show outside of the triangle if it makes it you know if the show makes it that far of course but we're as djm said headed into i think a third season of this show um um waverly gets possessed um and sh- and has a gun on her and shoots somebody you don't know if she shoots doc or or winona um uh, we don't know if the townspeople were actually cured. There's there's just so many other things uh, that the show just leaves you with, and it it leaves you with enough that I'm I'm 
actually genuinely curious. All right. He's a dragon. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I will say that mm. I'm definitely strongly considering checking out season two if I can. Mostly because it looks like Dolls for season one was the character that they didn't spend a lot of time on. Maybe that was by design. Maybe season two will revolve a lot around him and mm-hmm. why he's a damn dragon. So Yeah. I mean, because Bobo's dead, right? She kills Bobo at the very end. Kind of almost to an extent putting him out of his misery because he was gonna get just poked and prodded by the government. Um And uh, he was outside of the triangle. Yeah. Which as we've seen is just no fun. <laughs> for that those people when they go outside demons. of the triangle. Yeah. Um and it's just it's just pretty interesting to to like it, it it's just a, such a weird curse, right? Because it's it's not only a curse on the the Erp family, but it's also a curse on um the demons themselves, right? Because like one you gotta you gotta you gotta figure out well remember that that one guy juan carlos said it was a prison and a sanctuary Mm -hmm. so it it could definitely be seen both of those ways right i mean especially to the the demons that are that are trapped in there right like there's very little for them to really kind of do right like and and to a certain extent right so you would figure these demons have had an upper hand for a relatively long time because they've they've seemed to kind of best the herbs here and there and other than bobo who knew or had the idea of how to get out um you know Everyone else's tale is just to kill off the herbs. And I don't understand why nobody just took it amongst themselves just to outright kill them, right? Like, you know where they are. You know who they are. Well, no, no, no. Not even when they were kids, but just kill them off so that they they just can't be born again. Just kill off the bloodline. Well, I think that was Bobo, because remember, Bobo, uh, one of the demons uh, at the end of the last episode of the season said, Bobo's going to come back for us. Bobo had them all convinced that they were going to leave the Triangle and and to stick to the plan. Yeah, I guess. But there there seem to be also so many rogue ones as well. But other than like... You know the seven whose jobs it is to hunt the the you know the the air, um, you know I, I guess there's that, but I don't know why you don't at that point like hmm I don't it just seems so weird to me to just not have somebody that's like yo if we just kill them all what up like <laughs> like well that they can't hunt part us. of Bobo's plan. The plan was they would right. all leave the triangle and then demons could bring hell on the whole world. 
And if I'm a demon and I'm with my demon buddies, I'm like, yeah, screw this town. Let's let's tear shit up everywhere. All right, Bobo, we're in. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. I I understand that point of view of it. Also, something tells me a lot of those demons probably weren't the most inquisitive folks out there. (laughs) And on top of that, Bobo seemed to be the strongest of all of them, and he really didn't take a lot of shit from anybody. So if you did speak up and kind of said, well, you know, actually, Bobo, I, I was kind of thinking that why don't we just kill them? He would probably, while you're pushing up your glasses, telepathically remove them and then throw them back at you and poke out your eyes. Yeah. And it was also weird, right? Because I guess so I, I, I kind of took it amongst myself to figure this thing out that the longer they live, the stronger they get, right? And it was pretty clear that Bobo had been around for a while. Yeah. Which is which is definitely interesting. Um, and then, like, kind of the more they get killed and come back, they come back a little more off every time, too. Because uh, you had that yeah, one dude who there, was just, there was like, that episode where one of the demons mentioned they had been... They went to hell and came back three times, and they were like, friggin' <laughs> psycho. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 an interesting thing, right? Um, and it's almost an interesting thing that that depending on how you do it, you could you could almost do the show a few times, but then you know when Nona would have to have a kid, and then her kid, you know, you have to pass this thing down. Um. But it's definitely it's definitely interesting. I feel like we've covered a lot of what there is to cover about the show. Yeah, it, it's a show of very simple substance, right? It's a very simple show. It's not. It's not. It's but not it's that. Fun. I thought it was really. It's fun. It, it, yeah, it's, it, it has its fun. Like I, I almost. Like you said, with the monster of the week thing, I I almost enjoyed that more than where we got to because I I like I love buddy cop detective series right, and that's kind of what this started out with with dolls and Winona right, is it it kind of started out as like a kind of a little buddy cop detective thing right, with the like, little sister sidekick, yeah, um, and I I I think I enjoyed that part of it more than when we get to like. The willow is is still her older sister is still alive. Part and and who who in their mind does not see that double cross coming from a mile away? Like the Earps, or or at the very least, why Winona didn't? But Winona was never like the quickest girl. She she no. wasn't very sharp. Yeah, I mean, but it was definitely she she wasn't smart. Yeah, and then there's, there's still there's still the there's still the thing of the witch too that brings up a big question, right? Because the witch is kind of the biggest part in a lot of this, right? Because she's the person who put the the curse on on them. She put the curse on Doc Holliday, well, she, and uh, the the Earp family, 
and mm-hmm. she, she's had a part in a lot of this. I don't know if she will be in season two. It would not surprise me. I mean, she's still alive, essentially. They just buried her in sand, which is really, it's really interesting, right? Because I guess her life is connected to that of, uh, connected to that of, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, or of Doc Holliday's, right? Because you've, you saw that, that there's that one episode where Doc, Doc shoots her and the bullet hole is in him. You know, yes, so it's definitely an interesting thing. Kaz, I will say, yes, sir. When Winona Earp season two pops up on Netflix, or it might even be on demand on sci fi, I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna say, I will watch season two. Uh, I can say, when we talked about Van Helsing, I emphatically said yeah i have no interest in watching season two of Van Helsing. so i can see myself watching season two of winona earp except for that opening theme that opening theme <laughs> has been stuck in my head oh my god that's opening theme yeah, so this i one told an that devil to take you back Oh my yeah. god, that song is so stuck in my head. It's trying it, to it was it was stuck in my head too because I I watched a majority of the show yesterday, so I watched maybe like episode six to like ten yesterday, and then I I finished the other couple this morning. So like yeah, like last night I was just like have these moments of like doing stuff. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> that, ah, I know that has been me all day today. Just because uh. I watched, I'm like, they got I, me. <laughs> I watched half of it yesterday and half of it today, and just yeah. today while we're recording this, the pre-show, everything has just been. I told that damn oh, <laughs> God that song. <laughs> so catchy no they did it they i will say i will i will agree with you they did a real better if if, well i'm just saying because it's it's they're both on sci-fi they might not even be the same writers or anything there's probably no connectivity at all other than it being on sci-fi um this is definitely a way better thing than than van helsing is and i think it's just because with the van helsing thing that thing in the back of your head of like, why don't they just kill them all? Or like, why doesn't this just happen? Is a lot louder, right? It's definitely way louder in the back of your head of like, just capture them. It's so easy. You're like, it, there are these tropes there that exist only to exist because it's TV. Here, like you said, there's some more plausibility, right? There, there deals with the devil. And there were explanations here. for things. Yeah. Um, a lot of things in, in Van Helsing just kind of go unexplained and you're just kind of supposed to deal with it. Um, but yeah, here, here, even though I have questions on certain things, and it, it, it's kind of more of an outward and an in hindsight kind of thing. I, I, I can see it, right? Like, like she's, like you even say with some of the other errors that you hear about, some of them got further in accomplishing their mission than others and, and then got killed off. Right. And then you have to train a new arrow to try to do this. Um, um and i can i can see that um and it just kind of depends on where this goes and like you said i'm i'm a lot more interested in 
in more of the characters here than I am in Van Helsing. So I, I'd definitely be willing to try a second season. Well, I think that's it. I think we're, I, I'm giving Winona Earp a thumbs up. I gave mm-hmm. Van Helsing a thumbs in the middle, pointing, de- leaning down. I'm giving Winona Earp a pretty solid thumbs up. How about you? This has definitely made me change my mind on Van Helsing, right? So I kind of came out of Van Helsing a little more, a little more amped than you did. And I was like, oh, you know, the show has some charm under it. Then I watched this one and, and, and I'm like, no, that other show. You want to talk shit. about this show and charm. That That is the word. Yeah, the show has a lot more going for it and is definitely just the better show that that's on the same network like so this is definitely the one worth checking out season one's on netflix if for some reason you didn't listen to it before you heard us talk about it it's so worth checking out um there's so much good character development and all this stuff in this show so definitely 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 a a good show to go check out if you're into kind of the supernatural fun shit all right Kaz, let's. Uh, I think it's time to pick another one. What do you say? I say so as well. Um, so we stick to a neat flicks. We want to do a movie, maybe something kind of shorter. Well, we can do a movie. I'm okay with that. Well, I'm just looking. I'm trying to think. I don't want to limit us here. Um. I will say I'm seeing a show here that is like a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. It looks like it mm-hmm. only has one season. This just popped up today while I was watching Winona Earp. It's called ID Zero. ID Zero? Yeah. I'm seeing it and if you see it, you you won't be surprised why I'm I'm mildly interested in it. I'm not married to it. In fact, if if you're kind of like, eh, I won't be all that upset about it. I hate this thing in Netflix where it automates when you click on it and it just doesn't go to the info page. Please, actually, <laughs> please. I I take that back. I, I'm seeing another series, and again, this is a series, and please, by all means, Kaz, when you log in and take a look around, please throw some out there. Uh, I'm looking at a yeah, show... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just looking around. I'm looking at a show called Sabura Blood on Rome. I thought I saw it. I was... I thought I saw that, and I was scrolling down. Now I don't Sephora see it. Blood on Rome. I Blood. see. Hmm. Season. Crime drama. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yes, criminal um, factions, square off a prize real estate, soon greed, corruption, and betrayal threaten to consume them all. Hmm. 
What do you think? Seems interesting. I'm still kind of looking, but you know what? Let's let's pencil that. Let's pencil that in. I like crime. All right, drama. let's pencil that in. It'll be Sabora Blood on Rome. Card subject to change, everybody. Card subject to change on that one. We'll we'll feel it out and we'll get back to you on the next episode of Two Nerdy Black Guys. Brandon Cooper, King Kaz. What have you got going on, sir? The things I want everyone to pay attention to. Um, this show, but you're already doing that. So sports odds and ends. Um, it's a sports podcast or a hybrid sports podcast we talk about everything from esports to traditional ball sports uh myself my good friend jvz produced by the one the only djm uh if you're more a fan of the sit around and talk podcast we got one for the, uh, those two called the dkg well podcast um which skipped in a, a couple episodes uh mostly because twitch cons coming up so, but we should have one before the twitch cons um, and then hopefully I can talk to kids and doing one at the Twitch cons and then, and then there will be that. Hey everybody, DJM here, David Jeffrey Majors, as some of you might already know. Thank you so much for listening to two nerdy black guys. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell that weird person that y- you kind of think is okay, but you're not entirely sure. You can go to Delta Juliet Mike. Dot com and download and listen. You can subscribe in iTunes. You can subscribe in Stitcher. You can subscribe just with the old RSS feed that's right on the website right there. DeltaJuliaMike.com. With each and every single episode, there's a link where you can subscribe and get the RSS feed. Get it to iTunes. Get it to wherever you may want to get your podcasts. And another thing, if you can, go ahead and go into iTunes and give us the old five stars. And give us the old review. All those other big podcasts, they don't need your help. They they got 10 years of being on TV and every other place to help them out. And, and Patreons, they, they, they don't need your help. We do. Two Nerdy Black Guys would greatly appreciate your help. We really, really would. So go into iTunes and give us the five stars. That'd actually be really, really cool. That actually, like, seriously, I've I've done the research, as the kids say. I've done my research. It really does help. So, you know, if you, if you want to help out your boy DJM, give us the old five stars. It'd be really great. And do that for DKG Welp, too. Give, give DKG Welp five stars. Give them a good review and, and say some nice things about how Kaz's hair looks great, and, and he wears great hats all the time. Do that, too. Of course, DeltaJulietMike.com. You can follow me on Twitter at JustCallMeDJM. I want to thank Kaz, as always, for doing this podcast with me. He has put up with me in podcasting longer than anyone, everyone. I want you to tweet at King Kaz and tell him how great he is for doing a podcast with my crazy ass for all of these years. I want you to do that. Send a tweet at King Kaz and tell him how much you respect him for doing a podcast with David for all this time. And follow him, because he's doing great things. His Instagram, King Kaz Photo, DKG Welp. Just, just follow him as well. And I want to thank all of you for listening to Two Nerdy Black Guys and we hope you continue, and we hope you enjoy it. And we'll shoot the shit 
very soon. Thanks for listening. Oh.